With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On this episode of the It's a Bit podcast, we bring on John Creasel of the Power Trip Morning Show. We'll give our bit of the week. We also discuss the odd story of the week, which involves a California man dressed as Santa Claus getting stuck in power lines. And we also answer your fan questions. All that and more on the It's a Bit podcast. This is the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the It's a Bit podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. I am JJ, joined by Boss Man and Wags for, as always, on the It's a Bit podcast. How are you both doing? I know that this is the last week of probably one of the worst years in human history in 2020, but it's it's, it's almost over. Well... But everyone always says that, like, oh, 2020 was the worst year ever. I can't wait for 2021. It seems like one motherfucker in the five billion, uh, how many, how many billion people? Seven. Seven? Yeah. seven on the planet. As long as one person says that next year will be better, they jinx it. And they probably don't knock on wood, so they incorrectly ruin the next year. So, I mean, is 2021 going to be better? I don't know. That just reminds me, too, on uh, NHL 20 soundtrack, there's that fucking song where the, I don't know the name of the song or the band that sings it, but like the lyrics go like, 2019 was a fucking disaster. It's like those motherfuckers, they jinxed us all. They really, really did. Well, it's every year I saw it, you know, after 2015, 2016, you see those motherfuckers saying, oh, this was the worst year. Hopefully this year's better. Stop with that shit. Stop okay? that shit. Every year cannot be as bad as 2020. Just stop it. Just live your life. It's a it's a fucking year, man. It's it's time is an illusion. Okay, it's just a number. You you aren't controlled by a number. Okay, time's an illusion. That's an illusion. Crime's an illusion, right? So just go ahead yeah. and commit a crime. And if you believe you didn't, the you purge. didn't. If you believe you didn't, you didn't. You just go for it, man. Time yeah, is an illusion. You, done with that something? shit. You know, and They're people, gone. the people, they like to talk about the bad shit about 2020. But I know great shit happened in 2020, too. Like, Jake, you lost your virginity. Yeah, and you stopped squanching in the garage. Yeah. So that's really good things right there. One of those things is true. <laughs> Only one. Only one of one. them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted the viewers to figure that out, or listeners, but I guess you you have to call it out, boss yeah, man. You Whatever. Ca- you kind of seem like the guy though that, uh, like from American Pie, who gets caught having sex with the pie, and then like the PB and J and like the later movies. I feel like you've gotten caught having sex with some sort of warm food. I haven't been caught. You've been living at, okay. <laughs> you've been living at home for how many years? Twenty four. Your entire life. <laughs> You're not. You can't. You can't tell me you haven't gotten caught once. No, not with hot food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, there, there's I the caveat. I my brother. Ooh, older brother. 
Oh wow! Can you take that? Makes sh- sense. Share that experience with us. Well, I just go downstairs when I was. Well, it actually, happened like two or three times because he just was <laughs> just just a little, little he careless didn't the first time. I was like, I was like, what was I like, thir- twelve or thirteen? I just go downstairs and he's like, the couch facing the TV. I just see a blanket over him and I just see the motion. <laughs> I see him watching porn. I'm like, okay, wow, you just right in the open. You put two together the in the heat of the moment and you turn the other way. You just, I guess when you got to do it, you got to do it. So but there's Jake, you, ha- you obviously have a very close family. Do you then go on and discuss that with other members of your family or no? Did you let it be? You bring it up at like the dinner table? Oh, yeah. no, what but I brought it up to him all the time. I'm like, I still bring it up. I'm like, it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I don't know if I've actually brought it up to, you know, my parents, but no, it's not something you just bring up. Yeah, I saw my brother jacking off today, so... <laughs> It was a good time. No, but that, no. But it was a good time? No, uh, it was funny. You'd be surprised. There are some families in certain states of the of the U.S. that might disagree uh, with that, that that's weird. We won't get into that. Utah. Let's do, uh, let, let's do the bit of the week, Jake. What, <laughs> Just slandering what's, Utah. What's the bit of the week? So the bit of the week is essentially where we all go around and give our bit because there's different bits out there, like funny things that happen, redundant, repetitive things that maybe happen that people know about. It's shameless, like a common life Shameless thing. plug really quick. If you want to know our explanation of a bit, it's on the very first ever It's a Bit podcast. So go yeah. and listen to that, and we'll give our own definitions. But yeah, sorry, don't, keep going. Don't, don't, don't go and give a, a click to a Google site that has millions of millions of clicks that makes billions of dollars. We're, we're a small business. We're a mom-and-pop shop. Uh, I am the dad, and Jake is the mom because he doesn't drink Fireball. Come support us. <laughs> but there are plenty of uh, mothers that do drink Fireball. So, so please g- give us the support. We explain what a bit is on the first episode of It's a Bit, available on Apple, Spotify, everywhere else. But the bit of the week. The bit of the week. What do we got? Wags. Wags. Okay, so I, as we know, Christmas just happened, and everyone has experienced this at least once in their life, whether they're a little kid or, you know, as an adult, right? It's the fake appreciation bit, right? Someone goes out of their way, they think of you, they spend their hard-earned dollars on you for a gift, and you get a fucking gift that you'll never use in a million years. So perfect example, my girlfriend's grandma gave her a book about chasing fucking Bigfoot. Now, you guys know my girlfriend, and that you know that she not will never... Not nope. a brand at all. She loves makeup. She loves, like girly girly things right that's what that's her she's she's not a bigfoot girl right like like there's maybe no she is but not publicly not maybe maybe she's in the closet on bigfoot I, I guess you're right right so but like everyone's been there right like you let's say like you never asked for one but like your mom will give you a toaster and it's like i already have a toaster at home it's better than the toaster she just what's well, like the wedding me. present right it's a classic toaster like oh we have six toasters now yeah, you exactly. got a better bigfoot yeah but like you get, you get a toaster right and like you have a better one at home and you know you'll never use it but you're not gonna be that dick to your mom and be like what the fuck, mom? I already have a toaster. Why would I ever? No, it's like thank you very much for thinking of me, mom. I really, really appreciate the gesture. Thank you. But you're not gonna be a dick, right? So it's just like the fake, like oh, thank you, bit. You know what you, I'm saying? Yeah. You uh, you put a smile on your face. You say thanks. You cuss a lot in your head, and then you uh, you look for that gift receipt, and then it's over. I mean, you guys wonder why the, the day after Christmas is the biggest shopping day of the year. There are plenty of deals, but no. If if you're someone who works in customer service, the day after Christmas, you get that alarm and you go motherfucker. <laughs> If you take anything today's from- gonna suck. <laughs> if you take today's gonna suck. Anything from our ignorance here today, it's that if you're gonna buy a gift for someone that you sort of know but you don't know really well, a hundred percent of the time you need to include the fucking gift receipt. Yep. And if you do that, everything will be okay. Because if you get them a piece of shit gift, they will never tell you that they returned it. And everyone like let bygones be bygones in a way, right? Well, and this is why you got to do the gift card bit. 
Mm-hmm. Sub bit of a bit. The gift card bit. You give someone a gift card, you can't fuck that up, right? No. Unless you give it to a store that, like, if you if someone who doesn't play golf, you give them a $50 Golf Galaxy gift. Obviously, you're not going to fuck up that bad unless you're drunk shopping or you completely don't know the person. So, I mean, like, yeah, all, uh, the safe route is a gift card. Now, it's not as genuine, but they're probably going to appreciate what they want to buy a lot more than what you buy, depending on the person. I know some people like little things, but you know what I mean? Give them a gift card to the dollar, dollar store. Or the Jelly of the Month Club, if yeah. you guys are understanding that reference. <laughs> Clark Griswold. Oh, Clark there Griswold. you go. Holy That's shit, where's the Tylenol? Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Holy Christmas. Shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. We're in the seventh ring of hell. Then he brings his boss back at the end, all yeah. tied up already. Like, he kidnaps him. Oh, I love that. I love Clark that. Nothing he's like, to do uh, with this. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kiss my ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's, one of, that's one of my go favorite lines. Go fuck yourself. Kiss his ass. Go fuck yourself. Gosh. But uh, that's a good – well, going off of the Christmas stuff, I mean, New Year's. You yep. got a New Year's bit. New, yeah. Can we not do New Year's resolutions this year, guys? I'm sorry. If, if you have to plan out something that you want to change in your life – then just you're not going to do it. I mean, look at the stats. 80% of New Year's resolutions fail, and I guarantee they pull that that stat directly from gym memberships because I've heard that, like, 30% of people who sign up for gym memberships in uh, January, like, even make it to February because people just give up. If you have to plan out something you want to change in your life, you're already fighting a losing battle. Do it now. Yeah, like, straight up, like, set realistic goals, right? Like, obviously, if it's, like, December 13th and you're, like, starting January 1st, I'm starting keto. That motherfucker is not starting keto January 1st. No, you're starting Chick-fil-A. Set, <laughs> set a realistic goal. Like, I'm going to masturbate three times a week starting in I'm going to quit squanching in the garage Yeah, while my yeah. parents are home. Yeah, yeah. So, like, just wait till your parents leave, and then you can squanch in the garage, right? Yep. Just set manageable goals. Well, it's baby steps, right? You can't. You shouldn't go cold turkey on squanching. You should just try squanching less. You know less. Yeah, like Jake, you're yeah. a big squancher. Just go from seven days a week to five days a week, right? That's yeah, possible. Yeah, that, that's possible. <laughs> I can do that shit. It's not bad, and I can do it in that's June. Manageable. I don't need to wait for a date to somehow magically <laughs> no. change my mentality on it. So you, you just do it. You're gonna do the same amount of squanching until June. Is that yes. your plan? Okay. Yep. Yep, keep doing it through. It's the June resolution. It doesn't bit. matter if your parents you just, are home or not. You, d- you just got to go for it. You just got to squanch, man. It's just like it? Shia LaBeouf. Like just do it! In South Park when uh, Towley's like, I'm going to get my life together, but first I'm going to light up this joint. And they start <laughs> smoking weed again. Yep, that's good shit. Yeah. It's, a good it's, like, it's like that alcoholic who's like, just one more drink and I'll stop. One drink just for courage. One more lady. drink. One more drink no, for but, courage. <laughs> kind of summarize that up, guys. Just if, Summarize if, it. I feel like you're. If you want to make a change in your life, do it now, and don't do it when everyone else is doing it. And you'll look a lot better too. You get a lot more credit when you can make a change in the middle of June as opposed to that same boring time of year. Everyone's just bloating about it all over the internet that they're doing it on January first. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. Just do it. Just do it. Just the words of High Shia. JJ, what do you, you got? Fucking do it. It's the wrong light bit. So it's you know it's. Uh, it's one of those situations where you are, you know, just daydreaming, thinking about squanching, um, or yep. or trying to or crack or, or or crack or or whatever, man. You're just at the light. And you don't know what's going on. Well, you know what you're doing. You're there. You're not on your fucking phone. But say you're in the left turn lane and the light stays red, but the light to go straight away turns green, and you think in the corner of your eye, you know, that's your light. So you start going halfway out in the intersection, which I did the other day. You're like, oh fuck, that's not my light. That's the fucking straightaway light. Or you're going straight, and the and the light that to go left turns green, and you start going in the intersection. You know, like, I, I'm going to die. And I've heard a lot of people with your same IQ have that same issue. So, Yeah, no, that makes sense. 
200. <laughs> <laughs> Smart people overanalyze well, everything. They, they, well, they Actually, <laughs> we, we did take the wonder look test, but I forgot to record it, so... All right, I didn't even Jake. take it. All right, yeah, Jake didn't. I don't even know. I want to get a low score. Actually, we had some pretty Bubba. So like the average score that they get in the NFL is like seventeen or something like that. I remember Bubba got like a twelve or eleven, which is higher than we predicted him to get. No, we thought he'd get a five. But, but yeah, RP no, to the Wonderland. There, I, I mean, I've done that before. I'll, 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 I'll admit that. Yeah, you see the light go green, you get excited, and then you see that red arrow, and you slam on the brakes like a fucking moron who's looking at his phone. But in all reality. You just you saw that flick in the corner of your eyes, and you got a. I mean, you, you got really a like, little. It got a little erotic at one point. Yeah. You got a little a little uh, blood flowing, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. But then, rush. but then, well, your mother walked in. Pants get tight. Well, let's be honest. As soon as when you're waiting, face with a red arrow. <laughs> when you're waiting at a left turn light, uh, you know that that's going to be anywhere. It could be a seven to ten minute wait in some lights, yeah. right? Some are that Downing during rush 42. hour, exactly, oh, right? God. So Apple I think Valley. the majority of us is kind of zone out. So when the lights just change. You're not even really paying you're attention. You're just like, oh, yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah. You just start going like, damn it. Section. And you want to go, too. You want to get... Damn it. Place. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Bubba when Bubba just... licks the mic. Yeah. Gosh, dude, that guy's fucking weird, dude. He's odd. He's just like the, the, uh, the odd story of the week bit. Oh, oh yeah, that guy's also that, fucked that, in the that head. Guy, JJ, that... what, what happened this, this week? So well, what happened was is there was a California man, northern, northern California, who was dressed as Santa Claus, and he was riding what a parachute, and he just drove right into power. He just, yeah. he just went right into power lines. So, and some chick on the news is like, "We thought it was a plane." It's like, "What? You thought that was? A, it's a parachute." There's a lot more to a How? plane than just the wings. Yeah. Let's Anyways. let's try to go to this man's psyche, right? Like he obviously he's he's probably fun at heart. Let's be honest. Anyone who's willing to strap themselves into a powered parachute, he and fly may be, around, he may be drunk, possibly he might, on drugs. He might have been drunk. His whole plan was to launch like a few miles away from a school drive or not drive i guess fly over the school and drop candy canes which there's like lots of flaws there one if you drop candy canes from a distance aren't they just gonna break or or Probably. they're just gonna like fall in the yard and then like maybe the the, the guy running the lawnmower is gonna r- mow over it or it's just gonna get hidden under like a leaf or it's not a, it's not like it's a large object exactly two you would think that you he would be flying a little bit higher than power lines like let's be honest like like Power lines are not that high up in the air. What the fuck is this guy doing? Oh, Why is he flying at this level and getting caught? Like he got t- like we'll show the video if you're watching like TikTok or one of our clips, right? He gets tangled up in these lines and his literally his head is towards the ground. Like so he's like upside down as he's hanging to these power lines. They literally had to shut off multiple neighborhoods power like a few days before Christmas just to fucking save this guy. Yeah, I'm not I'm not risking my life relatively at all to give some kids candy canes. What are those things like 20 cents a pop? Yeah. It's yeah. it's the thought that counts, but that thought wasn't a good one. He was probably literally drunk or possibly high. Literally. Like the guy <laughs> middle-aged was middle-aged man drunk, possibly on drugs. Yeah, he was definitely dude, it's like what did this guy wake up? I'm going to get on this parachute, bought off of Amazon and uh Go and try to yeah. throw out candy canes. Yeah, you know how normal people wake up on like a Saturday and they're like, you know what? I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna watch like that movie today. Like I have mm-hmm. the time. I th- or, or you know, I think I'm gonna go to Menards and finally buy that new drill because there's some things around the house. This guy woke up and he was like, you know what? I'm gonna go do some reckless shit today, mm-hmm. just to give some kids candy canes. You know, you could probably just walk by and hand them to him, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't risk dying or shutting down power to an entire fucking residential area. Well, I'm amazed that like like throughout all the articles we read on the story. Not a single one of the articles mentioned that he was arrested. They all say he was rescued from the power lines and saved. This seems like an act of public endangerment. Am I wrong about yeah, that? That should be a crime of some sort, right? They they literally shut off power lines for hours. Like, let's say you had a huge deadline on the twentieth of fucking December when this incident happened, right? Um, 
and all of a sudden, sorry, your power's done for the your next five hours. Out. Yeah, your Wi-Fi is People now. working from home probably got well, fucked over by that. Yeah, exactly. Like, this guy may be fucked over someone's life. He's a domestic terrorist. It, He's it, a domestic it, terrorist. Domestic terrorist. If this guy fucked up your life in some domestic way, domestic terrorist. message the podcast. We'd love to have you on. Well, I was going to say, too, like, obviously, if he runs into power lines, he obviously did not have the best control. Like, they could look at it like, dude, like... If you didn't run into power lines, what else could you have run into? Like, you just ran into a house, a house. or, like, just, <laughs> just lands on a car driving. The kids what come out. Fuck? Mommy, Santa Claus is here. Uh, kids, go back in the house. I'm going to call the police. Yeah, I just got There's a broken a drunk leg. Man. Yeah, the broken leg on my uh, roof, and it's not Tim Allen. You kids want some cat canes? <laughs> pulls it out. Just pulls a bunch of Coke. Oh, it's wrong oh, pocket. Shit, not that. You want some of it? No. I definitely think we need to address too the name of the city it happened in. Oh the boy. city, Rio Linda. The, the city, yeah, Rio Linda, California. Rio Linda. Who is naming cities in California? Not what Rio the fuck? Karen, Rio Linda. Rio, like, like Linda sounds like someone who would literally stop your car as you're driving because you're going 35 in a neighborhood when you're supposed to be going 30, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'd flay you down. She'd bitch at you. She would literally scream at you for not wearing a mask in your own car as you're driving. This is also, this is who I picture Linda as. Also, this guy's whole plan was flawed. I mean, I don't think most parents are going to allow their kids to eat candy that fell out of the sky. That's typically not a good move as a parent to allow. I don't know shit about parenting, parenting, but I do know that. I had a guy once give me a chocolate at the airport. I didn't eat it. I wouldn't have eaten a candy cane fell out of the sky. You bet I'm not eating that shit. Yeah, who knows what he spiked it with? The whole town's going to be on, like, Coke and Ramali or something. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, this is a, just a random out. story, but we're on the, like, the subject of candy, right? Dude, candy is literally, not to sound like Andy, or, or, or one of our producers, Andy, here. Oh, boy. It's, it's the key to a child's heart, okay? So <laughs> I remember I remember what? walking home from the bus stop, dude, in, like, in elementary school. And this, this straight up, like, thinking about the story now, it's really fucked up. But at the time, I didn't think anything of it. This guy pulls over and straight up asks, hey, where do you live? And, like, I've seen the guy a few times who lived in the neighborhood, and I literally was like, I live here. Why? And I was a little kid, so I was just explaining the story. He's like, oh, because Valentine's Day is coming up. I want to drop you and your brother off some candy. Oh, that's a little weird. And that was the only time. That was like that was the last time I talked to him. He never came around again. But I remember just being Didn't a little kid. A he, no, he was in a van when he was asking me the questions, which is the creepy part, like, looking back at it. But, like, like I, I literally, like, like I, I heard all the Stranger Danger stuff as a little kid. But as soon yep. as that candy was involved, as soon as like, oh, I'd love to give yeah. you guys a Valentine's Day gift. I was like, oh, I live fucking right there. Like, yeah. I didn't give a no fuck. One, no one on this planet has... Enough kindness in their heart to give candy to kids without an exterior motive. Yeah, that guy there are was... better things you can give kids. Give them money for gifts they want if you really want to be nice. Don't give them candy because most good parents are going to tell their kids not to eat that shit, especially if it's falling out of the sky. Unless it's like cloudy with a chance of meatballs. That, I guess that's a one-off situation. I'm not eating candy cane falling out of the sky from drunk sand on a parachute. That's just stranger danger, man. Stranger danger. You can, though, eat the lemon snow. Oh, yes. That, that's been FDA style. approved. Yes. Yep. No, dude, it could be Mountain Dew. <laughs> dude, it's Mountain Dew. Getting hopped up Mountain Dew. <laughs> but, yeah, but that that's crazy shit, though, man. Maybe you saw the jetpack guy, too. That was fucking like 3,000 feet. Or the Twisted T guy, man. A lot man. of good there, things happened. A lot there. of odd shit that happened, but that Santa Claus thing was just very fitting with the holiday. But hey guys, we're gonna take us we're gonna take a quick break here. But coming up, we have our guest of the show, Mr. John Creasel. You may know him from K Fan, but he was of course a politician, an author, and he was a veteran. Purple Heart he recipient. He is a veteran. Purple yep. Heart recipient. So yep. good for him. Have exciting have an exciting interview with him coming up next. We'll be right back. What's in the fucking box? Um, actually, it's uh, Kirk Cousins cinnamon snaps. I mean, all, uh, most proceeds actually go to uh, the Kirk and Julie. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. We want to welcome on our our guest today. We have the wonderful John Creasel joining us today. You may know him from KFAN Radio 100.3. You may have heard him on there, but he's also an author. He was a politician. He's a, a veteran. We also, before we really get into anything here, we want to um, thank you so much for your service and serving our country. We really appreciate it. And thank you. Th- thank you so much for for making the ultimate sacrifice. But, um, again, John, thank you so much for coming on um, with us. Uh, how, how are you doing today? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, Sweet. I'm ready to – I'm in two fantasy football championship games going against the Bills' defense, and it's basically locked up because if the Bills' defense scores less than 30, which is unheard of for yeah. a defense yeah. to score close to 30, then I win in both. So or I'm, you, uh, I'm dialed in. About to on the reverse, the Lexington Steel Trophy. <laughs> I was going to say on the reverse side of the <laughs> spectrum, I'm a, I'm in a championship too, and I had Houston's defense, and they had minus nine points. It's one thing to get zero points yeah. as a fucking defense, but when it's negative, that's when it starts to hurt you. I'm so. kind of supportive of of defense and kickers, kind of being not part of the equation because it's just it's it is a roll of the dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it it is what it is. I'll take it, and it's worked in my favor so far. So were yeah. those the only two leagues you joined? Because some people will join like six no. or seven leagues. I mean, I was in four plus a. Uh, I was in a guillotine league with Charge and some other people. Yeah. It well, was, it, yeah. it is championship season, folks. Or yeah. consolation seventeen. Yeah. For me, for most <laughs> of us, you're, it's consolation you're trying to season. win your money back, get third place. Yeah, I didn't uh, good. John, you uh. I think you follow Bubba on Twitter, right? He was your main point of contact, which is yeah, a little terrifying for us. He's not the most reliable person, so I'm glad we I'm glad we made this work. Did you ever Did you ever tune into the eating challenges? Is that how you? Uh... I have a couple times. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what do you what, What's your honest thought about that? Oh, I get hard watching him eat. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's oh, he would love when he's so the eating thing. I never I never really paid much attention to it until when I got married to to my current wife but my father-in-law is the best he is like he's one of my closest friends we go to coronado island every fourth that's like the that's the tradition and when i went the first year i'm still getting to know him a little bit trying to figure out things and and be on his good side and i find out his jam is on the fourth of july morning is watching that nathan's hot dog eating contest yeah just just fired up and especially because of the introductions, George O'Shea is is the best. And so I've since become very, very much a fan of it. Yeah. But that's kind of what turned me on to it. And then I see old Baba you know, mess around. Well, I was going to say, too, uh, like we went up to Albertville to do like uh, the more, the 10 pound. Mo- or what, How many pounds was that pizza? Oh, it was like. What was it? Ten pounds or what? Was yeah, it? it was. Yeah, the monstrosity is this massive yeah. pizza, and there were like ten random people from Albertville who showed up to watch. <laughs> we were like the thing happening, and and Bubba just he's so. I mean, he's kind of humbled. He's just like, he just kind of like puts his head down and goes on his phone, and he's just. But then he just shows up and he eats. You know, he's he's a true champion. <laughs> the 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 thing that cracked me up about speaking of kind of humble were the Nathan's hot dog contest this year beforehand and it's not funny but it's funny there there were 
they're t talking about the lead up to it and whatever. And obviously things were different with COVID. So they couldn't have the outdoor one with the big crowd, but they're talking about this female competitive edit, uh, eater that passed away. And they're talking a, a little bit about her life and the, they go to the one guy and he goes, she was such a good eater. And it just was such, I laugh. We both laugh. Can't help but laugh. We're, that's such a random thing to be and my wife has since said that that's what she wants said about her at her funeral <laughs> but but, um, but it, it's just it's it, interesting to me we're before this before i put the kid to bed and stuff we ate uh we made tacos and i made two good sized tacos and the minute i finished the first one i was like the second one was was stupid why did i do that oh, I'm, yeah. I'm satisfied i don't like being really full so guys like Bubba, he's a he's a machine. So that pizza, you said how many pounds was it? I think it was ten. Uh, it was a lot, and he man. finished it. We right? did it in like forty-seven minutes. JJ and I, we well, we we actually followed like a professional eating training program. Like we used like some of Chestnut's techniques to you know like expand our stomachs and what we didn't eat for basically twenty-four hours. We just drank water and yeah, like ate really light because like he could bring on. I think it was up to three people could help him out eat this pizza because it was it was a lot of pizza, but he still ate a majority of it. So yeah, the training the training into it was crazy. Like you're not you don't want to starve yourself, but you want to like just drink water and like eat yogurt stuff really light yeah to keep your stomach expanded yeah, yeah there's science there's science behind it that i i didn't understand yeah, but well, i just follow the that, rules that's what amazes me about bubba too because like the day of his eating challenges he will go and he will eat 10 white castle sliders <laughs> just to warm the up event. yeah yeah just to warm up <laughs> it's ridiculous and the kid still well, goes and destroys a plate he, of pizza the first ever challenge he was at my apartment he ate like 100 pizza rolls in one sitting i'm as i've just stated i'm definitely i'm far from a competitive eater I think I easily could eat 50. Yeah. I just love those things. And I, and to me, I think that's a lot. Now, you guys train. What can you guys eat for a pizza roll? Could you oh, eat 75? I, I love about pizza rolls. <laughs> I guess I can't talk about the game if I've never played it. I, I don't know. I yeah. can't tell you. Because Bubba was close to 120. He got to 116. What was it? And then he just barfed it all up. He vomited every last pizza roll. But he, he, so had, like, he had count, 10. Right? No. no, yeah. no, he no had, we failed him. And, and I may have been running a, a low-key illegal casino we're not going to get into that. There were a lot of people who lost money because he couldn't eat those last four pizza rolls. He had like 10 minutes left, and he tried to just shove them all in at one time. And, I mean, you know, it's 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 the crucial mistakes in the fourth quarter that, that hurt so him. So he, basic, he basically did the Deshaun Jackson football over the shoulder before he crossed the goal line. Exactly. exactly. He was just four away. Four away. T.O., same story. Yeah. Yep. Tried shoving them all in his mouth and didn't work. But another thing about him, too, is he'll, like, He'll do like a fasting where you won't eat shit for for like a day, and I was like, "That's." And then he'll be too hungry, and then like before the hot dog challenge, he ate like eight hot dogs. <laughs> it's like, dude, that before started. he's like, "I'm hungry." Well, that's the point, though. Don't you want to wait? There's a just a, bit? Pi yeah, there's a pile of them sitting there. He's like, "Just yeah. fucking give me one." Just like, so you're all competitive eaters. No, we just helped him out once for we, one challenge. We helped <laughs> him out once. He's the guy who okay. eats. We're the guys who sit behind the camera. Yeah. You know, I always. I wonder about the bowel movements the next day. Yep. I, uh, we've had the pleasure of driving home with him after some of his eating challenges, and he doesn't say a word. He sits there. He looks depressed. He's on his phone. He just keeps saying the next couple of days are going to be held. It's over and over and over again. But he, he definitely is affected by it. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Loud rips. Yeah. <laughs> yes, to say the yeah. least. Oh, yeah. It's, there's, 
<laughs> you, you could honestly have like a, a biology class or an anatomy yes. class study him after he consumes the amount of calories that a family of four should consume in like two days he'll eat in one sitting yeah i mean it's it's a miracle to say the least yeah it, he's an interesting specimen I, I i should say but <laughs> but speaking of someone like bubba i mean he obviously he claims to be a guy that gets a lot of slander here at at 10,000 takes but obviously you're a K fan contributor, a guy that gets a lot of slander that you probably work with is a guy like Meat Sauce. I mean, but does he deserve the slander that he gets? Like, he has this bad reputation. Does he deserve to get shit on, essentially? He, well, he gets paid well to be shit on. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, Bubba doesn't get paid anything. Yeah. So, so <laughs> that's a good point. Um, and, and the thing about it, it's, it's the situation where you give your friends shit, right? But your friend, no one else better rip on your friends or you jump in, you know, exactly. that's kind of how it is with, with Paul and he takes it well. Um, it's, it's part of the deal. And uh, I, he definitely, I would say everybody on that show and part, part of the reason I enjoy being on it, we're, we're family. We are very close friends off air and that's why it works so well on air. Like, mm-hmm. like you guys. Yeah, it's same story. Sitting around shooting the shit. Um, everybody off air is the same on air, except they cut they cuss more. Paul is the only one that's a little different because obviously he's not stupid. No, he's, he's a very stupid. smart guy. You listen to him part. play the initials game. It's like yeah. a diff- different right. person. So it's 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 that's the perfect example right there with the, with the initials game. So he's a smart guy, but that's his role on the show is yep. to get ripped on. And, and it makes got, and, it, and it works and and you see and I know him real well. It, I know his buttons, and I'll kind of push those, and it just sends him into tailspin. <laughs> and, and so we'll do that sometimes. I'm usually the one that'll be sticking up for him on Fridays and yep. prevent him from getting ripped on. But occasionally, like our Vegas trip when he was going to bed every day at four, I was like, "You're going to pay a fucking price for this one on air." <laughs> yep. <laughs> why? Why was he going to bed at four? Tired, I guess. I don't know. 4 p.m. He, in Vegas. We, uh, <laughs> is he like a late night gambler? Is it no, you know, no, no? It's just the drinking a, aspect. He's a morning guy. I mean, we give him shit, but he wakes up at three on weekdays for work, and so <sighs> his schedule is a little screwed up. Yeah, but um, I think it was just part of it was he had been running at full speed for a long time, and all of a sudden we go on this trip, and then you know you got to be in the right mindset. And there wasn't our normal group, it, so it's 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 less noticeable with our normal group because there will be between fifteen and twenty of us. When we got Tommy Olson and his brother and their other college football teammate, and then yep, and then we've got a, a few of Sauce's high school friends, a couple of my army buddies. So we have a big group. Well, then if someone sneaks off to go take a nap or what, it's not noticeable. When there was only five of us this year. It was very noticeable, yeah. and so we let him know about it. So me and Dom <laughs> and Tim just made fun of him the whole time. Took photos with an empty chair. Just yeah, <laughs> you've been on the notorious initials game, obviously on the Power Trip Morning Show. How, when you're actually playing the game and everyone's listening to you, how difficult is that game actually? It's it's much more difficult than obviously sitting in the kitchen or or driving to work. Yeah. Um, your mind works a little different because you see what's going on around you. You're writing down notes. There's just more. It's just, it's different. Like it, I think it would be like playing 
playing football or playing a sport at a park with no fans or at COVID time. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you do it here. And normally there's people in studio and it's full. Yeah. Um, with COVID there's not, but it's still, I don't, it's just different and it's not, I wouldn't, so it's more difficult. I don't feel like I clam up during it, but your mind just works a little different. You have to make more effort to keep, to keep sharp. And I well, think my strategy, once I was, once I changed that, I actually won a couple times was mm -hmm. to say, and if you're, if you wait until you're a hundred percent posititive about the answer, someone else is probably going to get it. Yeah. So you, if you, you gotta, gotta go be it. like, yeah. I'm, I feel good about it. That's good enough. Let it rip. Yep. Yeah. It sounds like it just gets heated. Some, some of I listen to like when it's coming down to like the points are close, like it just sounds like the intensity is just super high. In yeah. the studio, you can, you can feel it in the air, and you're listening it, to it. In you're your listening car. to it. Like this, yeah. this is competitive. This is more than just yeah. a little game on a radio show. Like this is, this is for everything right now. I mean, it's for bragging rights, whatever. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good that it's at the very end of the show, because not not me, but a couple of the people on there, it's it's competitive to the point that there needs to be like a half hour 45 minute cool down <laughs> yeah to, and and i get that and I, I i i think my biggest it would have been three wins in a row for me was the one before vegas trip last year um shot glass i took an early swing and miss on something and then aj gets shot glass yeah <laughs> and and I, I would have won. All I had to do was wait, but I was I was extra stupid about it. It was I was pretty sure that what I was going to say was not the answer, but I was fired up. I was about to go to the airport and just wasn't thinking right. Yeah, and it cost me. Yep. So well, I, just hey, just like Bubba, just like it costed Bubba eating those four pizza rolls at the last second. You know, you, <laughs> you got you got to think it same out. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I was pissed until I got through airport security, got into the airport lounge. I had my third cocktail. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, I'm good. Yeah. Only took three. Yeah. Only took three. <laughs> uh, John, you were you were pretty involved in politics for a number of years. Be honest with me. Did you ever use the phrase, it's just politics? That's politics, bitch! You ever seen that episode of It's Always Sunny when they're just screwing each other over and they just say, it's just politics. politics, it's just man. politics, baby. Is that like a, I, you ever use that I, phrase? I haven't um, seen that episode. I haven't really seen any episodes of It's Sunny. I've seen portions. Yeah. Um, I have used that because. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think we'd say it's all in the game. Yeah. It's, because there are certain things that from the outside you look at. And state the stadium issue was one. I, I mm -hmm. learned more about how government works when I carried that stadium bill than I did my, my entire other term and a half because you you see certain things and, and and it taught me the best about not taking shit personal that it, it's it's mm -hmm. a business and politics is it's a serious thing because it affects people so i don't want to use the term game yeah but it is there is sport to it and i yeah. enjoyed the strategy aspect of it um without obviously when it's not affecting people's livelihoods and whatnot but yes it would be we'd say it's all in the game because there's times where 
I'd be sitting there, something not involving me. I already decided, yes, I'm voting yes on this budget bill. And I'm sitting there responding to email from constituents on the House floor. And all of a sudden, I'm getting ripped on by someone on the other side of the aisle. They're talking about this bill has this in it. Representative Creasel has this many businesses in that district that will be negatively they know all that stuff mm-hmm. and at first i'm like motherfucker <laughs> but but then you take a second and you're like we do the same thing to them yeah you yeah they got you so you can send mail out to everyone in the district and say they voted for this or they vote it is part of the game yeah and you're and like so, it's just politics baby it's politics that's politics bitch it was yeah it was fun i enjoyed it well, well what, no. what was the best thing and the worst thing about being a politician in your eyes the best thing is, and it's tough to pick just one best thing, but having a say in the matter was was great. And not because it's like, oh, I, I'm in charge, because you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned quickly once I was elected that I wasn't just representing the, the 52% of the people that voted for me. I was representing the 48% of the, the voters who voted for my opponent and the other group that didn't even vote yeah and so i learned every day and i had an open door policy they people would come in and say this issue's important to me and it was shit i had never heard about never understood yeah you know and you learn that is the most important thing in that person in their world right now and so i need to learn about and you learn about it and you understand how it impacts them Mm mm-hmm and you do that all day every day you learn so much about so many things and so many people and then you and i learned most importantly that instead of sitting in my living room and being like to the tv oh yeah this is fuck yeah and fuck no Mm -hmm. based on what was best for my family i was representing what was best for my district and for the state and so it makes you think differently in a bigger picture and it made me I'm a Republican. I was the first Republican to ever win an election in this district ever. Oh my God. Um, And so, but that was because I I think of myself as a reasonable guy that doesn't always vote one way, doesn't always vote the other. I listen and I make a decision. And while a lot of times the the opposition didn't, um, and not even the opposition, the, the, my friends on the other side of the aisle Maybe I didn't agree with them, but once I listened to them, I understood where they're coming from. Yeah. And, and that's important, especially nowadays when it's easy on yeah. social media to be like, oh, you supported this? Well, fuck you. You're an asshole. Are you? mm-hmm. Yeah. And, oh, and Twitter's the worst for that. It's just, yeah. No, yeah, no one ever sees the other person's perspective. It's just, it's just fuck right. you, fuck you. It's just kind of how it goes. And it's like, oh, you disagree with me slightly? Fuck you. That's yeah. literally Unfriend. what politics are. Yep. Unfriend. And you know like, what? You know why? That right. there are too many people that are intellectually lazy. Mm-hmm. And the same reason people retweet stuff without reading the article is that you it's, it is so easy to look at it and go, oh, you disagree with me? You're a racist. Or yep. you're an asshole. Or you want, oh, you think bars and restaurants should open? You, you want my grandparents to die. You want, because guess what? None of us are that, mm-hmm. yeah. no, but you hear that and you go, I'm not getting into this conversation because <laughs> I don't want to be called that shit. Yep. Those yeah. are like the, the silver bullet of anything right there. Yeah. That, 
And well, so you just go, I'm not going to argue with you. And then guess what? They win. Yeah. Yep. And it's, and they think they won. They didn't actually. And, and that is the, that is the biggest problem today. And it, in politics, I learned if you feel something, you stand up and you say it and you, you have facts behind it and you speak your mind and then you sit down and the next person gets to talk. Everybody gets to talk that wants to talk. And then we vote. That's mm-hmm. the way to, Twitter isn't like that. Facebook isn't like that. Yeah, if if nope. only we could all just sit down when we're done, but Twitter just doesn't work like that. No, nope. no. Uh, and I mean, that's, that's kind of like a rule we have here with our content. We try to stay out of politics. Yeah. Ex- except for one time I did an impersonation of uh, Tucker Carlson talking about how the asking if the Patriots are tanking. The biggest question in NFL news today, are the Patriots tanking? Well, let's look at the facts. The Patriots are two and four. They're on a three game losing streak. Cam Newton is statistically the sixth worst quarterback in the NFL, which is one of the worst we've seen in the entire Belichick era. That was funny. That was one, that was a one time yeah, thing. It, it's 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 funny. It's good imitation. It's good comedy. It's good humor. But yeah. John, if you I know I know you're like you're out of it now. But do you ever think about throwing your hat in the ring again and going back into politics? Or are do, you done? Yeah. Yep. I keep I keep my mind open because I, I feel like I was good at it, and I yeah. I, I like I said I learned a lot. And now at my age and at a completely different point in my life, I think I have more to offer. But the problem is now, whereas before I had two stepsons in my first marriage mm-hmm. and they wanted me to coach their teams. And, all, and so, I did, so I got out of politics and I did all that. Um, they're all, th- that marriage is over and they're all, they're grown up. They're over 18 and stuff. So I've got, a, now I have a 16 month old. So I've like started over yeah, yeah, and I want to spend time with her and watch her grow up and stuff. So that part of it is like, if I feel like my life right now is perfect. And so why mess it up? But I'd be lying in, in the current situation. I, I if I threw my hat in the ring though, I, it wouldn't be anything less than governor. I, well, I don't think I would, I would and uh, you, run you, for state rep or state Senate. I was going to say you had a golden line around that. I think, uh, Shout out Dave Grand, Power Trip Quotes. He said, Meat Sauce said you should run for governor, and you were like, I can't run. I can't run. <laughs> <laughs> One-liner, <Yep>. mic drop. <laughs> it's going to yeah. lose, though. It's in the top four, but it's it's going to go down. Is it? Is in the, you hockey, made the final yeah. four? Nice. Shout out. And you're not even on the show every day. So that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you, less quantity, more quality for John mm-hmm. Creasel on Power Trip. Yeah. Absolutely. So, John, you know, uh, all of us here are avid golfers. You obviously have had the pleasure of scoring a hole-in-one. What, what's that? Can you please explain yeah, what, the feeling what, to uh, us? Because none of us have ever had that feeling. What goes into that? What, cl- what club did you hit? Well, I have, and I got called a pussy online because it was a, a, a five-iron at 153 yards. And people, <laughs> hey, what, whatever gets it done. Dude. <laughs> so, so um, I'm a member at TPC Twin Cities, so it was on the 17th hole. There, the picturesque water to the oh, left yep Kavner's cove right it just i love it yeah uh, that's a great hole up to it um i think my second favorite hole is is 15 where it makes the curve around it. other other side of the pond right yep yeah that's yep. the hole really quick that's just the hole that does the two for ones during the uh during the 3m if someone gets a birdie they do two for one beers on that hole that's why <laughs> i know I literally sat at that hole for hours. So I That's know exactly what it looks like. Information our listeners need. Right exactly, there. two 100%. for ones, three M. But yeah, so so you hit a five from one fifty and you jarred it. On. Where was the pin at? Back right, and it Ooh. 
the ball hit the front of the green and ran like an open sore. So I, in earlier, I, on, uh, I think it was four, I stuck it about three or four feet, about four feet from the hole on, on that par three. Two putted. So I was pissed. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. And then, so I thought that's as close as I'm getting ever. And this is in the same round. So, so on, when I got to 17, I hit and it was rolling and I was walking to the cart to get my mind right and go, okay, I'm going to birdie this hole. Mm-hmm. And I saw it was headed in a decent direction and I putt decent. Yeah. And that's not a difficult green. So I was like, all right, get your mind right. And my guys I was golfing with, three neighbors, all of a sudden start freaking out. And not like the, oh my God, it went in. But but Luke goes, I lost it. I can't, I, I don't see it anymore. Disappeared. Yeah. Said just it's gone. gone. Yeah. And I'm like, fucking A, it rolled off the back of the green uh-huh. then. Yeah. So now I've got to work to get par. Well, <laughs> Then Kevin, who's a more calm guy, my next door neighbor, he's looking through his rangefinder. He goes, "Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it." And then Luke looks at me. He goes, "I, you got a hole in one." And I'm like, "Calm your tits." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he goes, "I'm gonna drive up there and videotape you walking up to the hole." And I'm going, "This is great because my fucking army buddies are gonna love this." video of me walking up to the hole looking in there and nothing's in there (laughs) i'm like i'm thinking all this i'm like whatever i start to get butterflies when when kevin just kind of gave like a nod i was like oh boy so we drive up there i start walking up there and i'm in the video i'm like crossing my fingers as i'm walking all just gimpy (laughs) and i walk up there and I see the Callaway logo facing right at me. And I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, it was. Un- and then we go to the next hole. I rip a nice drive. And we're t- and then my neighbor hits one. And they hit, obviously, much further than me. I don't have legs, so I don't have Drive for show, putt for dough. You don't even yep. have to putt on 17. So, <laughs> so we drive. And that's a, that, the final one's the par 5, 18. That curves around. Um, mm-hmm. And we just drive past my ball. Cause I'm going to his, he goes, your ball's back there. And I've just completely forgot that I'm still playing golf. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then we get up to the front. We to drop off the, the cart and everything. We tell them they go out and get the flag and um, brought out a bottle of champagne in the clubhouse. The oh, whole, yeah. if you get a hole in one, yep. TPC twin cities is the spot. Yeah. Did you have to buy drinks for everyone that day or no? I didn't. No, I went, I, I mean, I thought that was the deal. And then they were like, no, we, we got your bottle of champagne in your round. And so (sighs) that's awesome. Well, and it's, it's, it would have been, it would have been a couple grand. That clubhouse was full and families yeah. were in there eating dinner. Oh, that would have yeah. been a lot. It's funny that you, cause there's so many times where I've hit it off the back of the green or something like it disappears on the green. And like, I always walk up to the hole and check it and it's empty. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> like, damn it. Come on. Oh, it's gotta look to once. <laughs> I feel like if I ever get a hole in one, I, I just got to stop golfing. Yeah, how many, how many tries do you think it would take you? You get For as many me? range, but ball- you get as many range balls as you want. Oh gosh. Do you think you do it in one day? He has to hit the ball no. straight first, and He's, we'll no. work that out first, and then we'll get to that. Well, if it's a drive. chances are 1 in 12,000. That's what it time. is? Those are the odds? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's higher for and me. I would have thought it was more than that. <laughs> but <Doubled> for you. <laughs> uh, we know you're a big Vikings guy, um, so everybody here thinks I do a great Kirk impression. 
Um, you so, kind of uh, look like Kirk. Alexis. That's what everybody says. <laughs> PA said it. That was what that's, started it. That's what everybody says. But it's like every week I try to entertain the Vikings folks by doing a, hey, guys, Kirk Cousins here. Uh, you know, just trying to do what I can to, you know, make Julie happy at home and uh, <laughs> keep going, guys. And, a couple uh, beers. Skull Vikings have a couple beers after this season. Uh, geez. Uh, yeah. Skull Skip. Vikings. Could you rate that impression yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10? That's a um, – I think that's a good eight and a half. And I think you were playing it up. Obviously. Oh, yes. Yeah. Ah, that's got to be a nine, I think. Oh, oh there wow. we go. Right. There we go. We got we to ask Kirk that at yeah, one, point one point or the other if we ever studio. talked to him. We've yeah. had him in studio. You got to talk some Star Wars. And so I think he was talking <laughs> He's about a Star Wars guy? He was oh, talking, fuck yeah. I can talk that for hours. I, and I can't remember. He was talking some real – he played into the dorky thing. Yeah, off air he was like between commercials. Great guy, super yeah. nice guy. Awesome. He he's a dork. All right, thanks, John, for coming on. We're gonna step aside for a quick break. Coming up next is fan questions. We'll be right back. Aware that Kevin Durant has been seen selling seashells down by the seashore. What? <laughs> Calm down. It's just a question, man. That's what you want to hear? Yes. That's... Come on, man. You've been doing this long enough. Uh, actually, it's my first day. Like I. Welcome back, folks. We are now going to answer some fan questions. Some of your questions. Some of your questions. Given to us by our wonderful producer, Cam T. Cameron the Thompson. not about to catch a predator yet, so we're off to this. That's we're already, to... yes, better than our other producers in the past. <laughs> this really quick. If you want your question answered, just look on our social media. We always post something, um, pretty much a post as asking you to ask questions, and we... Do not guarantee to read your question on air, but we will look at every single question asked. Make we will good, guarantee though. If you that. Just ask us how you think the Vikings are doing or something like that. We probably won't get to it. You know, Stupid. be specific and, and, and try to ask things that are going to create a funny answer because you know we'll get funny with exactly. it. Exactly. Last yeah. week, someone asked who had the hottest sister. I thought that was a great question. Yep, like, it's just a good bit. Ask random Which questions like. Was Cam by congr- process of elimination? Congratulations, so Cam, congrats. by the way. Congratulations. Did you end up picking which one was hotter? I don't remember. Well, the other one's nine, so I think I have to go okay. with the one that's over 18. <laughs> okay. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Process of elimination. The system works. We respect Anyways. it, yeah. Producer Cam, what's the first question? All right. First question is from WWWay1984. That's is- a, really quick, that sounds like a random ass domain that's <laughs> uh, trust me, every domain is going to be gone one day, and these are going to be worth a fortune. <laughs> www.withaway84 or whatever. He says, who is the biggest drinker at 10K? Uh, That's a tough question. It's not Jake. See, I definitely it's, – it's, so in my humble opinion here, right, Jack and I were fraternity kids, so we got exposed to that drinking culture in a way. I would – if yeah. my personal estimation would be Jack won. He can definitely – he also has that Wisconsin bit too, so he yep, like came a little from bit a of that drinking meat. culture. I would say I'm two in terms of us three, and then Jake would be three in terms of us mm-hmm. three. Yep, I think that works because yeah. I just uh, well, you add fireball into the mix; it's just not good. Well, let's be let's be honest. <laughs> it's here, not a good JJ. situation. You uh, you had two beers last week <laughs> when we went to Iowa, and our producer here, camp can confirm that after those two beers, and we drove yeah, back from had... Iowa, you did seem like you were feeling it pretty well. Yeah, I was a little buzzed, but I wasn't drunk. It was two if, beers, though. If you listen to the, it was two talls. I was a little buzzed. That's always the dude. I had a beer. I had a bush light at the casino. You were drunk last I had two talls, which buzzed. are equate like four cans of beer, which you're gonna feel a little buzzed afterwards. But my my personality, it will look like I'm hammered, but I'm not. If you listen to the transcripts of that car ride home, you would think that Jake just attended a brewery with all of his college buddies. No, 
No, it definitely <laughs> yes, is. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I was singing to some songs and stuff. Jake, you were literally what was going you, on. You, you would listen to a, you listen to a line of lyrics, and you would literally like make up your own line afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I do that when I'm Three. sober. <laughs> yeah, I was sober. No, you were not. So I, I, you might have you had a couple of drinks. The, I had a couple of drinks, but I was. It's impossible for you to be sober hey. after having two beers. Even an alcoholic like Mr. Leahy was not sober after two beers. No, I know, but I was. But you're acting like I was hammered. I was not hammered. I was just like anybody else is after two beers, except my personality no, is just not. energetic. It's just not possible. Anyways, I strongly disagree. Anyways, you know, I, I think, though, boys, we're going to have to take this one to the streets, to the data. <laughs> we need to have an experiment. We need to have a drink-off. That would be uh, fun. Yeah. I don't want to do it here fireball. because there's, we're in a commercial building where there's, like, little boutiques, and, like, it's just not probably a good idea for we that. We do it after hours. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do a drink-off. We'll get Bob at a sober cab. Um what we could do is like we'll leave it up to that. We could go power hour by power hour, right? So we'll go through a full Whoever power makes hour. Most power hours, <laughs> power makes hour the most. Well, I mean, so I'm saying like makes you do, it through. You, yes, yes, you do, yes, you do one, and if there's two people standing, then those two people go until. Next, I just think we go until the first yeah. person taps out, right? Us three, we go until the first person taps out. Well, isn't it like a last man standing to determine True, one, two, three? But I, I just don't want it to go on all night. I guess I'm, one of us could die drinking. That's fun. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good, good time. Yeah. This, this sounds this sounds very uh, very safe. Yeah. yeah, this is probably going to get blocked by everything out there. Yeah. <laughs> Encouraging self harm. All right, Cam. The, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, in the hospital. Long story short, we'll take it to the data. We'll run an experiment. That's the that's the legal way of doing it without sounding like we're about to abuse alcohol. For one comment on TikTok is we're going to run an experiment to see who has the highest alcohol tolerance out of everyone in 10K. That that's the answer. Speaking of one thing that has made us all drink heavily this year, our next question is from Cody Maine. He asks, "Who's more at fault for the Vikings' failure this season, Kirk Cousins or Rick Spielman?" I mean, I just I feel like those options are bad. I don't think either are to really. I mean, if anyone, I would say Mike Zimmer, and I would say that from the fact that the dude's pretty much a glorified defensive coordinator as it is. He never really has been any sort of genius on offense. He just wants to do that old school football, which let's be honest, doesn't work in this day and age in the NFL. Um, I'm not blaming it all on Mike Zimmer, but if anyone is to blame, I would say Mike Zimmer has more blame than Kirk Cousins or Spielman. What do you, what do you guys feel on this? It's not Kirk. It's, I mean, I, I would even, as much as you guys want it to be Kirk, it's not him. You can't, yeah. you can't win a, I mean, you can win a football game when the other team scores 53 points, but it's not easy. It's embarrassing as an NFL team that you even give up 53, 52 points, whatever mm, fucking yeah, that's was. like a college score. The, the Vikings, what, they scored 33, 32 against the Saints. So if you score over 30 points in an NFL game, you should win that game. Your yeah. team exactly. Should. Or it should be very well, close. And, and it sucks because this whole season, all the good work the offense has done has been overshadowed by the fact that your defense is Swiss cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like when you well, let, like when people were commenting on our videos saying, Kirk sucks, he's, he needs to go, I was literally firing back as a Colts fan saying, you cannot let Mitch Trubisky put up 33 points, let alone 53 that was so bad. a week later. I'm sorry, that doesn't work. Even if you're the Chiefs, that doesn't work. Well, there was, there was a handful of games this season where they, they, they scored pretty much 30 points, 28, 30 points, and lost the game on defensive mistakes, stupid defensive mistakes. Like, you look at Seattle, Dallas, Tennessee, and now fucking the the Saints game. It's 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 a it's a joke. Like this team had countless opportunities to fucking be well in a playoff spot, but they the defense was well to blame for this. And it that falls back on Zimmer, not preparing these practice squad rookies and some guys I never even heard of. But it's like still you can't get them prepared a little more to not give up fifty points. Well what the hell. And two, if for anyone who knows how an organization works, when there are issues, it always falls on the leader. 
and 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 if there if there are there are obviously people to blame or there are issues that happen like people getting injured but at the end of the day fans need answers and changes need to be made to make fans feel like they want to watch again and maybe something different might happen you got to fire someone so I would say if it's anyone, it's Zimmer. And some of the play calling sucked. And for people who say, well, that's Kubiak, or who is, who's their OC? Kubiak? Kubiak. Kubiak. Yeah, for people who say that's Kubiak, no. Zimmer, if Zimmer is smart enough, he can override that shit and say, shut up. The head coach is in charge of the plays in but, the end of the day. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you need to be smart enough to be able to override Kubiak. And the clock management, too, dude. They're that's literally second graders who play well, Madden who can manage the clock better than some of these professional coaches. Listen to this. There's only been one game this year where the Vikings have given up less than 20 points, and that was to the Chicago Bears when they gave up 13 points. Only one game that's the whole ridiculous. year they've given up that's less than bad, 20 points. Dude. That's well, really bad. It's embarrassing. And we really played is. the Jaguars. And the yes. fact <laughs> that people want to blame Kirk Cousins is the dumbest thing you've ever heard all year. It's just abysmal, man. It's it's ridiculous. And, and what was it? The – Fucking our leading the the leading sacker on the Vikings was traded after week six. Yannick yeah. and Gakwe played since week five. Nagakwe, that's played ridiculous. The rest of the guys that, have played. Some of them have played sixteen. Sacks. Defense is just that, that D line's embarrassing. Obviously, there's plenty of injuries on there, but at the same time, you would think you'd have at the very least replacement level players to replace them, and they don't. They have. It seems like they're just calling up a D three school and just like saying, "Hey, we need your best player." Like that's what it seems like they're fucking yeah. calling up. It's ridiculous. They looked like a D three defense out there. It was so fucking bad. They saw that Adam Thielen was good for Mankato, so they just took the rest of the team. Oh, there and you go. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine as well. While Daniel Hunter and all our top guys are injured, they'll, Chris they'll Jones. Be fine. Chris Jones is back there. <laughs> it's it's hard to watch. That guy. And it's not even okay. I don't even blame Chris Jones because he's not an NFL player and he's being forced to play in like a pretty much a starting cornerback position. Yeah, well, and the guy's a practice squad player. Here's the Viking solution when this happens. You need to clone Harrison Smith. It's every person <laughs> in the defense. Yep. And, and put him on every position. You need 12 of him. Yeah, there you go. Solution. It was, it was sad to see almost every running play result in a tackle by Harrison Smith. He's the like, fucking safety. Not, should not be getting through every fucking play to him. Every single run against Kamara. Like, 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 he scored six fucking touchdowns against that Vikings that defense. It's he's getting eight yards whenever he touched the ball. I thought Mike Zimmer was a brilliant defensive coach. How does your team miss so many tackles? Like how can you can't how can how can you not like at least at halftime adjust it with with your team skill sets? I know your team isn't that big. You're down in these small practice squad guys. We'll strategize a way to take down Kamara. Nothing. nothing Drew Brees. Drew Brees is obviously a Hall of Famer, but his arm is nowhere where it used to be. Mm -mm. Load the box, Mm -hmm. make them throw. When you made Drew Mm -hmm. throw, he should have had like four picks. We only got I think two. Yeah, but we should have definitely could have four picks that game easily, and just breaking down. It's let's just be honest. This year has been very disappointing to be a Minnesota Vikings fan. It also doesn't help when your run defense or your pass rush for that point is non-existent. Exactly, defensive line does nothing. Again, whenever Kamara touched that ball, it was eight yards. Cousins every time they show him, he's getting up. I know it was so bad. He's like. I actually like you're seeing actual legitimate emotion from Kirk though these last few weeks, and that's something He's that frustrated. And, and, and obviously you don't want to see that frustrated emotion, but like I'm, it's nice to actually see that like it's that he cares. A lot of times he's just so. He's there for business, and he's not really. He's just really stoic with his emotions. It's it's nice to see him actually be heated and saying, "Hey, wake the fuck up, guys!" Obviously, he's probably saying, "Hey, guys, hey, let the Lord hey, into hey, your wake hearts. Up. Wake up, yeah. <laughs> you know." But like, whatever. But it's, it's just nice to see some real emotion. Yeah, I think we got time for one more question. Yeah, right? one more one question. More. Last question is from Paul C W. What is the scariest thing to happen to you, each of you? Ooh, uh, let's go first. On I got, that. I got, I got one. Boss man. So. I was at my buddy's cabin in uh, Port Wing, Wisconsin. For those of you who don't know where that is, I think it's like 30 minutes east of Duluth and Lake Superior. Um, 
rocky pier that he lived off of on Lake Superior. We're like we're out in the middle of the lake. By the way, I think that lake is fucking terrifying. It's deep. It's cold. It's dark. You think of ships like the Edmund Fitzgerald. It's a terrifying. I, I don't like being out on the Great Lakes. It's just it's such a vast area. I, anyways, we're we're way out in the middle of it. You know, having some beers, laughing. We start the motor to go home because the sun's setting. Nothing. And like, of course, yeah, you don't get fucking cell service in the middle of Lake Superior. And like, my buddy is starting to set up like his emergency, like radio system. Like, where you literally page on a CB, like, "Hey, we're stuck in Lake Superior. Motor's not working. We need help." We were literally doing that, and he realized that like, there's a, um, there's like a safety pin that you attach around your wrist that he didn't have plugged in in case, you know, like you capsize the boat and if it pulls that out, it shuts off the motor. So it doesn't, your boat doesn't go full speed into the, mm-hmm. into the shore. So he didn't have that in and it was, it was like a breath of fresh air. But as we're on our way back, there's like a, there's like a light on the pier that lights up every five, a green light that lights up every five seconds to show you, Hey dipshit, this is where the pier <laughs> is time to slow down and turn. And like, it's like every five seconds. So sure enough, you know, it's kind of far away and it was dark and cloudy out mm-hmm. that night. Um, and then like you see it flash again, it's like kind of closer. And then next thing you know, it flashes again and it's like right above us. And my buddy just whips the fucking boat. Oh. We're all sitting there like deeply breathing. Like, Holy shit. We almost just crash into that pier. Like that yeah, was just dead. I would have been dead. So yeah. kids don't drink in boat. Although the the, bit. to the credit of the driver, he wasn't drunk. I was just drunk, which made it a lot scarier. Oh, for sure. The, the alcohol gets involved. It makes everything more intense. That's yep. 100%. It's very scary. And, and it's that life and death shit that is, that, that's the scariest shit, right? Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, like my scariest shit is I had a hockey injury my senior year where I got checked uh, and I ended up internally bleeding. You know, my heart stopped for a while. I lost, like they said, like 70% of my blood at a certain point. And, you know, I had a surgery. They removed like eight, eight inches of my intestines and like, that shit's scary. I, remember, I still remember going into that hospital room and like saying, "Like, I'll see you later" to my family right before I had the surgery. Like, like when it's that serious, like, 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 yeah, no, it's really put shit in perspective, right? So yeah. for me, that was by far we're the most uh, scariest a bit. We're having kind of a serious moment. Man. Yeah, yeah. Let's have some tears, boys. Very Let's feel, serious. Let's feel each other. This is a serious alert. Very serious. <laughs> um, here for comedy tune out now. No, I'm kidding. I haven't had any near death experiences. Uh, but did your like mom make you do your laundry once? Or that was daunting. Did you have to like? Make your own PB and J and cut the crust off. I cut my finger doing that, so that was scary. That was, that was traumatic for me. That was traumatic, dude. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, well, when I was like three, how do you remember that? Bro? Well, see, I it was all from actually my parents telling me because I it went all. I don't know. Was I three or four? The boogeyman was actually so, under my bed, dude. I fucking swear, <laughs> dude. Um. Man. Well, so I'll just hit this quick. This maybe was mysterious because I don't remember it, but all I know, my parents make it sound scarier than it is because I don't remember it that much. But I was like three or four. I was at uh, Elko Speedway, which is a speedway place up around Minnesota here where you can go watch race cars and amateur racing and shit. I was like three or four, and I guess I was like walking outside of like the, the raceway stadium. And I was, like, walking on some rocks or some shit, and my dad's just up ahead talking to my brother. I barely remember it, but apparently I fell and cracked my head open, and then I woke up in the hospital and my mom was freaking out, and I Insert, don't remember that anything. That explains a lot, yeah. joke. Yeah, that. Hey, just kidding. Hey, may, maybe, uh, maybe that did do something. Maybe it knocks a couple <laughs> screws loose. Maybe I'm a little but fucked in the head now, I, bud. I don't remember a whole lot of it, but I don't think I was near death or anything. But I was just when I think about, it, I'm like, shit. If that happened to me when I was like seven, I remember it. That would have been scary. You know, but, uh, well, do you remember our little bit when we were doing the ghost hunting bit? 
That was yeah. pretty scary. Yeah, that was a scary should, moment. You should tell that one. Well, yeah, we're at that Pokegama Sanatorium up in, I think it's Pine City, Minnesota, where a lot of people back when tuberculosis was, was you know, ravaging the, the country. Early 1900s. Right? Early 1900s, late 1800s. You know, they would bring people to the sanatorium essentially to in give Pine them City, care. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, Pine City, Minnesota. I mean, they would have these, I think, all over the country, but they had one of them in Pine City, Minnesota. And... Obviously, I think there were people that obviously did survive that went there and got help and survived, but there were a ton of people, I think, in estimates of like one, 100 to 200 people that I think died there of tuberculosis. And so it's abandoned now. It's still standing. I think there was actually two buildings. One was torn down, but the main one is still up. You can go there. You can explore it. It's apparently haunted, all that stuff. It's also technically trespassing. If yeah, you I, w- I would too. get approved. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we're like that guy from this, Ghost Adventures. We don't approve we don't trespassing, approve. ghost hunting, even though we have way better connections than you do, and you'll probably never get in. Yeah, <laughs> we have to go in there and set up all our, our, our We have a license from the channel travel, bro. Yeah. But the building <laughs> itself is dilapidated as fuck. It's bad. Yeah, there's like, asbestos I would yeah. recommend wearing a mask. Like, For sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. And But we... We went there like five years. We went there with us 10K people like uh, like six months, months ago. ago. yeah. But this was me and Wags went there like with Bubba. four or five years ago with Bubba. And, you Who know, was your president? He would be going through like doing all the ghost hunter fucking template shit. Like, who was your president? When you were alive, yeah. Is there anyone here with me right now? And I remember the, actually at one point, Fan I don't know if you remember this, but he was like. Ghost Adventures. Yeah, he was like, oh, what, what, what was that? Like literally, which is Out literally like, which is like a fucking what they make fun of with ghost hunters and shit is they think every little noise is a ghost and you could see like bugs hitting the ceiling and it made like little crumpling noises. I'm like, dude, it's fucking bugs, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you, it's fucking calm bugs, down. Dude, well, and so we were there for about an hour and a half, two hours. We went through every single room and at a certain point, JJ, we just thought it was a joke. We didn't get any ghosts. Like we went in rooms alone and we just thought shit was cool. Right. Yeah, well, yeah for sure. And then we just started and then we, we're like Bubba was like trying to talk really quiet. We're like fuck this, let's just start yelling. So we like, let's yelling. piss off the let's spirits. Start verbally, so to speak. let's start yeah. chirping the spirits. Like we're not getting shit. Let's just start yelling. So, so we like, started screaming. Fucking, if there's anyone in here, fucking tell us if you're here. Make make it known. Give us a sign. We're just yelling, and then also we heard like a a slight pound on a wall, and then like glass uh, shattering in a room we were just in like ten or fifteen minutes prior. So we're like, holy shit. We just run out of there so quick. But Bubba was the fastest to run out of there. He ran over everybody. Didn't he, he knock he, over his girlfriend? No, no. So his girlfriend had like a had a friend, and we won't say her name or anything, but he straight up ran her over. And at the time, Bubba Which was – You guys don't know how big Bubba is. Bubba was the starting fucker. center on our football team. This is a big boy, right? Bubba runs her over. Runs. He's the first one to the car. He's the heaviest one. And we all sprint back there. Now, I think Jake and I will be the first ones to say, too, like, we're not sure if that was a ghost. It could have been a homeless yeah. person that we just kind of walked by in there who broke it. But we had this shit on film, and you do it. The moment it happened was like extremely eye opening. We all heard it at the same time, and and but what's funny about Bubba too is he was the guy that was giving us a bunch of shit for being too scared. We're gonna walk in there. We're gonna be too scared and all that shit. And you he's guys the are first such one. Pussy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Verbatim. Then he's the first one to run out of there, like practically yep. toppling us over when right. he hears that shit. That sounds about right. Oh shit! <laughs> just runs out there and he I've never seen that guy run that fast in my life. For well, that, we did see him running downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> For that yeah. friend that got ran over, I think I'd probably be more scared getting ran over by him than the glass shatter. Than the ghost. Yeah. Or, or I'd be more afraid of his driving. I'm yeah. there. Cause yeah, and then the way back. That. Yeah, and like, That's like, scary. Bubba, he like really appreciates bigger girls, too. So... <laughs> 
I did, it just like like he runs over his friend and like me and Jake are definitely like we didn't have girlfriend at the time so we didn't care about the girls we just were running to the car ourselves so I feel really bad because Bubba ran over his girlfriend's friend his girlfriend then turns around to get him so as us three males are running to the car there's still <laughs> just two females left back there like one helping the other one up to get out chivalry but, uh, is dead. it is dead because we destroyed <laughs> it that so. day I'm very certain we destroyed it that day when you when you hear a ghost band it's just everything's dead man <laughs> there are no no, no rules even. apply it's every man for exactly. no rules apply. man woman or child for yourselves when the when the spirits yeah. come you're on your own so uh, fuck them <laughs> no norms exist. that's hilarious though surviving. we that. definitely destroyed all chivalry on that day that's yes. hilarious it was a good day good experience so. <laughs> it was a good day it was, it was fun <laughs> it was a good day it was a, it was a good, yeah. day. good day definitely have to Make it back out. Hopefully, maybe Bubba does his uh, ghost hunting bit. Yeah, which he's, he wants he's to do. already spent a hundred dollars, so now he just needs to, to do the. Yeah, he, he spends a hundred dollars on ghost hunting equipment. Feel like emailing people, but he refuses to email people who actually like own the houses to actually like talk to these ghosts. So it's like he won't do any work unless we do all the work. Well, no, and then he like cons- he was like, "Well, maybe I'm just gonna fucking go there." I go, "You're gonna take a trespassing ticket over writing an email? Like, come on, dude." I don't and fucking just like, care. You guys will just bail me out. You guys will pay for nope. my legal fees. No, what the fuck? No, we're not. He assumes so much. He like like that we're his parents and we're gonna take it. We're not. No, we're gonna we owe him. If anything, we're gonna get your mug shot, turn it into a bit, <laughs> pay them to keep him in prison longer, and even maybe you know uh, bribe the the guard into putting a, a camera in his cell. And then we could do like the almost like the paranormal activity, like fast forward, where it's just all the uh, him just like moving around in the cell. Yep. We Actually, help. he probably wouldn't get off the bed. That'd probably be pretty boring. He'd just be laying there, just looking up at the ceiling. Can I have my phone? He's like yelling out of the cell down to the guard. We could write blogs uh, being pen pals with Bubba in prison. Yeah. <laughs> See, it would be illiterate information Bubba, when we get back, though. You, you should go to prison as a bit. You should, well, wasn't that a fake bit? Remember it was we did a fake that in the, bit. In the spring? Oh, yeah, yeah like, when, when uh, Billy threw first joined. Our lawyer said that he like assaulted me. <laughs> and he went to jail, but he literally needs to go to jail this time. It would be a, such a great bit, but yeah, hopefully he know, follows through with that. If anyone needs jail or a wake up call, I feel like it's Bubba. Yeah, I mean he might like jail though. Hey, we also our very own well, Justin Elkstorm. I think he works at a jail. We could see if we could get some space for a bit. Yeah, hook that up, hook that shit up. I, Actually, I mean, a prison guard. We could is, interview inmates. That'd be a good bit. Bubba would would. Probably not mine jail, depending on who he surrounds himself with. Because just having a place to stay, having everything cooked Square for him, meal. and to move, he doesn't have to do anything. To move other than just be in a just cell, he probably would fucking. If you love think it. about it, prison is Bubba's probably most preferable place dream. to go. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'm so. Dumb and uh, they have shit. free healthcare, so they might remove his hernia if it risks him. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, yeah. And here's the thing, right? The kid is only into softcore porn. It's what gets him off. He doesn't get into, like, like he doesn't like it when the woman actually takes her clothes off. He likes to be teased. He's literally told us that verbatim on our past podcast. So prison's perfect because they're not going to give him pornography in there. Like, you have no. to sneak that shit no. in. So he he can still be jacking off to the soapiness that he or, likes, you know? Or you get a girl in there. What did Ted Bundy got some chick pregnant behind a vending machine? Well, you get what's conjugal yeah. visits. They have the, that shit, right? Yep. I mean, I think. You have the guard enough think... cigarettes will turn his eye for a minute while you're. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Do that there again. you go. But uh, yeah, I think they'll wrap up the fan questions <laughs> bit of the show. Enough on Bubba. He hey, gets enough whatever. I just have one question for you, JJ. What celebrity would you let sit on your face so you could eat your way to their heart? <laughs> Ooh. God. That's a good question. 
Margot Robbie? <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> God, that's a good oh, Megan Fox. <laughs> Ooh, a throwback a little bit. I was like yeah. in her middle school hey, years. She's, so. she's still, she's still, she's still movie playing, but she Margot Robbie. All nine lives. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just reincar- be reincarnated and just let her ruin that life too. Just like her bit last week. Like, here's my bank account information. Drain it for me. Please drain all of it. <laughs> drain it. Proceed to drain it all. Here's the Get credit it. card number. Spend it until you can't spend it anymore. <laughs> keep going, man, and just put me into Max loads of fucking out. debt. I'll just declare bankruptcy. I declare bankruptcy! I didn't say it. I declared it. The office bit. Leaving right. Netflix, by the way. That sucks. December but, uh, 31st. December 31st. So binge on your office stuff. I guess if that's the message of those show, binge on the office. Well, I Whatever. guess, too, if, if, if you want to continue watching The Office in January, you can subscribe to NBC's. Peacock. Yeah, whatever that shit is. I thought it was my cock. Ooh. <laughs> my cock. My cock. Like coach. Onside kicking coach. Who Not was, too happy that they opted out of the bowl. fired, yeah. <laughs> well, no, allegedly. He, he, was, he was hoping that uh, the Gophers would play a bowl game so he'd get the free stuff. Exactly. And then you get access to the open bar and the club seats. Exactly. He wasn't actually going to coach. No, you were going to let him be him, motive there. be him in the club and treat him up there. But anyway, whatever. Enough of Mike Cock. Let's wrap up the show. Thanks for the fans' questions. Guys, if you want to send more fan questions, we'll probably be putting out a clip. Just follow our social media. We'll probably be putting out a clip for fan questions just or any of our videos. We try to monitor all of yeah, our videos. Any, any platforms, any videos, ask us questions, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep the best ones. Ask good yeah. ones. Ask some good just ones. Just ask us how we, what we think of the Timberwolves or what we think of the Wild. Ask us some really in-depth questions. It doesn't have to be about sports. It can be about sports, but we, yeah. can, we can talk to talk. Like last yeah. week, someone asked, who has the hottest sister? That was a hilarious question. Yep. Bring questions like that exactly, to the Exactly, yeah. Make it interesting. Congratulations, Cam, on having the most attractive sister. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, Cam. By process of elimination. Yes. Because we need uh, none of us. We, have none of us have sisters. Cam. Nope. So that it, we know of. Sorry, Cam. Now we know of. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, maybe some of our dads got frisky, but we don't need to know about that, right? I don't need to know about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe I, I do. Sister. So maybe there's an Iowa Bringled out there. Never mind. That's too close. Oh, to what them. Bringled? An Iowa Bringled out there. They are from you get it? Because your dad worked in Iowa for a while. It was oh, a joke. Funny. Yeah. It was a joke. It was a. It was a. It was a joke. It was a cheating on your mom joke. What didn't go over well. Hey, it's funny. I laughed inside. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. And an internal chuckle. Internal chuckle. Or the whatever. The the nasal thing. But anyway, guys, if you want to check us out on social media, follow us. Make sure you just look up 10,000 takes or 10K takes on all of our social media platforms. TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Just find that that red Minnesota logo. You'll find us on there. That, that'll be us, man. If you want to check out our wonderful blogs, too, you can go on www.10ktakesmn.com. I mean, what do we have? Everything from how to make a good Christmas cocktail to the Vikings should have tanked. Or, yep, or uh, how Malik Beasley said that he could play hockey. No, no not Malik Anthony Beasley. Edwards. Anthony Edwards said he could play hockey. Malik Beasley is doing things with guns and weed. Uh, no, but I mean, we, we have 20-some bloggers. We're also going to have a store soon. For those of you who keep commenting about merch, it's coming, I promise. Uh, like we said... You know, earlier, we've said on other shows, we fuck up a lot, so we're working through some issues with the store. It'll be live, I promise, and there's good stuff coming, promise. There is. There's some good shit coming, and we want to thank, again, our guest, John Creasel, for coming on. Fantastic interview, fantastic individual, super funny, super fun. Can't wait to have him on again. Yeah, we're definitely going to do something with him again, probably have him on the podcast, but if you guys want to check out our other podcasts as well out there, the Minnesota Rundown. 
but we just bring on two 10K contributors to kind of do a debate thing. And uh, third, third, deal. third and Forever is our new NFL podcast we just added oh, yeah. to our network. So if you guys like us, listen to Third and Forever. The 10K Radio Network. And the NHL season starts in January, so be on the lookout for a Wild Takes podcast. Wild Takes Starting back. in January. A great pod, <laughs> great podcast. Listens. Still getting listens. And the last week. one was Shout in out. July. We got loyal fans, man, I'm telling you. The Minnesota Wild. Wild so takes the wild takes, but anyway, guys. But yeah, thanks again for tuning into another episode of the It's a Bit podcast presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Make sure you just stay up to date with everything happening with Ten Thousand Takes by following all, all of our social media that we just plugged that we plugged just now. I am of course JJ, joined by Bossman and Wags. This was another episode of the It's a Bit podcast. Have a good week, everybody. Peace. See ya.